0: Welcome back to the Biased Opinion Podcast. I'm Seamus Kelly here with PJ Hennessy, And uh, not much going on in sports this week, to be honest. So today, going to look creative. Uh, kind of different episode today. Talking about NBA rule changes, what we would change about the NBA to make it a better league. This is a little bold. A little, we, got, we got some drastic changes here, but <laughs> we believe that this would make the NBA... Uh, maybe the best league in all sports if they did this because right now the NBA obviously gets pretty popular but I mean the league is the league clearly has its problems Uh, so yeah let's get into it alright let's go with
1: your first uh, new rule change my first
0: my biggest rule change this is probably the most extreme probably gonna get the most backlash but I wanna get a max height in the NBA I think maybe cap it off 6'6 6'7 6'8 range Somewhere around there, in my opinion, big men, not exciting to watch. They just get down low, post people up, hit layups, maybe a nice dunk or two. But the last exciting big man in the NBA was Shaq. Since then, ha- like, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't enjoy watching Joel Embiid play. It's just not fun. Guys like that, not exciting. Giannis, you can make the argument. He's not really a big man, though. He would be kicked out of the league in this scenario. They'd have to make, like, a tall guy league, I guess. Something like that. So that would be the only big loss, in my opinion. Um, well, and Durant. But Durant, Durant lies about his height, and he has a torn Achilles anyway. So, yeah, max height of six, six seven, I'd say. What do you think of all this?
1: I I don't like it at all. If anything, I think the league needs to get taller. I love post-play down low. Me and more more big bodies out there down low.
0: Po- so we got no Dirk in your
1: league, and then there's no Taco Fall no in Durk's your league either. In the
0: league. Yeah, Taco Fall is a big loss, but... I don't like it at this, all. We need more height in this league. We no, we don't. Yes, height we is, do. Height is awful, and you'll see, this. This also leads into my other rule changes. If you had seven footers, some of these like rules wouldn't be possible. That would make the game more exciting. You can't have guys. If you'd we, either have to have. seven-footers. What seven if you're
1: footers. seven feet? You have to stay in the paint at all times.
0: It's still what you'll you'll see. It would it would not help these. It would not help these rules. It would mess. It would mess up everything up. My later rule changes, but basically. I think, like, I just don't enjoy watching a lot of big men play. It's not that exciting. Uh, A lot of these guys can't even do anything other than rebound, maybe, or throw their hands up and get a block. They're not very good at basketball. They're just 7-3. So I want that out of the NBA. Second biggest rule of change is uh, I will allow hip checking and reach-ins. Reach-in fouls are awful, I think. Players are being aggressive. I don't know why being aggressive is a foul. And hip checking should be allowed because basketball needs more contact. Basketball is too soft. You should be allowed to bump players in the NBA. Rubin's racing. You should be allowed to bump players. I, what do you think about these I, little changes? I
1: completely agree with the hip checking and the reach-ins. Nothing's, it's, you can't get much worse when there's like two minutes left in the game and you're trying to go for the ball and you get fouled because you, hit, you tap somebody in the wrist.
0: That's what I'm saying. You, it's terrible. Reach-ins should be allowed. If you're one of the best players in the world, a, a hand near the ball shouldn't affect you that much. You can... Come on. Reach ins are an awful penalty. They're soft. Harden gets a million foul calls a game on reach ins. It's terrible. I, I don't. I don't I agree want reach ins. I don't want reach ins. And I think hip checking should be allowed because you need more physicality in the NBA. The NBA needs to get more physical. The NBA is not. The NBA is completely in Jordan's time. Back then, the NBA was physical, and then they don't allow. Any, I think you need to get hip checking into this. And we're getting this is getting a little bit more drastic here for the third rule change. Uh... I want to get rid of charging and blocking fouls and allow full contact in the paint. What do you feel about this?
1: I I believe full contact in the paint should be allowed as well. I think if you're going out for a lap, you should be allowed to get absolutely smacked. This
0: is, this is where like seven-footers would be problematic. because If you have taco falls standing in the paint and blocking fouls are allowed, you physically cannot get a bucket on him. He would just body you. You'd try to go up on him and he'd just push you out of right, the way. But then so,
1: how many 6'6 guys are going to be taking into the paint and hitting each other?
0: Well, when a six-six guy is a big man in the league, they're gonna be all over this. Cause a six-six, a seven, a six-six guy can't jump straight up and block and block your shot. So like a, a guy like Russell Westbrook, who's gonna stop him going to the rim? You're gonna get in his way, but also this promotes less play in the paint, which is what I want to get rid of. And when they do play in the paint, it's gonna be this big, exciting thing. If you a slam dunk in this league will be unreal, electric. <laughs> the dunk used to be one of the most exciting plays in sports, whatever. But there's like fifteen dunks a game now. They're not exciting anymore. And it's just... It's all the same thing over and over again. This would make the dunk great again. I, make dunking great again.
1: I agree. I mean, if you want to take a... Take it to the rack, you got to pay the consequence, I think. you got to know the contact's coming. and you got to go at your own risk. It's like yeah. going to the front and then in hockey. Yeah,
0: I... Yeah, protect exactly. the goalie. Protect you go, the basket. Pr- yes, protect the basket. This would be... And also, like, a pick and roll would be very important. The pick and roll would be emphasized in this league because you get a pick, you get open with the ball. That's how you get to the lane. But if full contact's allowed in the paint, then... It would completely change the game. A lot more exciting, a lot more physical. Injuries there's could be no problematic. There's no restricted area anymore. Yes, there's no. Re- yeah, no, get rid of that. Oh, the
1: heel is on the line of the restricted area. Yeah, no.
0: Charging and blocking fouls are awful. Uh, games are won and lost because of them when they shouldn't be. They're always questionable. I'm not a fan of charging or blocking fouls. You get rid of them. And it's just, this is just, it's way more exciting in my opinion. It makes the slam dunk great again. That's what I want. The mo- that's what I want. Uh, next rule change. You got to push the three point line back. So, these rule changes that I've said so far will obviously result in a lot more three pointers getting taken, like ridiculous amounts of three pointers. So, you need to move the three point line (laughs) way back. So, that would encourage players to get to the paint because, in this scenario, nobody's going to the paint. They're all sitting around the perimeter jacking up threes. And
1: it would reinvigorate the mid
0: range, too. Exactly. Bring the mid range back. Carmelo Anthony, he's out of the league right now. But Melo might get brought back in this scenario. He might be too tall. I don't know. But. Mid-range, DeMar DeRozan, he'd be a great player in this league. And then the only guy who'd be able to hit threes, would be a three-pointer, which used to be an exciting play in basketball, that now everyone can hit a three, and basketballs turned into a game where all players do is jack up threes. The only guys who'd be able to hit threes are truly elite three-point shooters. So guys like Steph Curry would be even more valuable. And also these guys who can't actually hit threes would give up trying to jack up threes. Like Marcus Smart, I love him, but he takes way too many threes for a guy that can't shoot a three. And I think if it was pushed back even more, he'd probably give up that, and it just he'd get to the paint. Who I think Marcus Smart would dominate in this league because he's a, so physical. Anyway, Marcus Smart would get in everybody's head. Marcus Smart would be a beast in this league. This league is built for a guy like Marcus Smart.
1: Yeah, I mean, the worst part of the NBA now is just big guys jacking up threes. Like the Houston Rockets, all they do is just look for a three and jack it up. And then yes, the exactly. Milwaukee Bucks are just a taller version of the Houston Rockets. They just got a bunch of big men jacking up threes. It's yeah, ridiculous. It's,
0: uh, yeah. If you push the three-point line back... Elite three-point shooters would be much more valuable. Guys that can kind of hit threes that jack them up fifteen times a game, thinking that Steph Curry would be irrelevant I mean, in the NBA.
1: Teams like pass up open mid-ranges to take a contested three.
0: Yes, and y- yeah, you need to change that. Push the three-point line back, and I'm talking like not like a like a three-inch change. Like you got to push this back significantly to make it. You got to make it a lot harder to hit a three. Steph Curry needs to be the guy who can, o- the only guy who can consistently hit.
1: Threes. What about corner threes? How about we make no three-point line in the corner? I hate corner threes.
0: Sure, screw it. Yeah, no corner. Make threes. like
1: the line start like at the very yeah, out understand. of bounds,
0: and it just curves. All right, corner midrangers. You, yeah. Why you do you can, hate corner threes?
1: I don't know. I just don't like them. I can't make
0: them, so I don't know. I don't, you can't move. Corner that. threes are pretty exciting you, at the end of a game when like they brick pass out to the corner. You
1: can't move back that line anymore. You're going off the court.
0: It would be a weird looking line. It'd be a very long arc. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know. It's that's a possible rule change. We'll see. This is all hypothetical, so why not? Um, and the next, the next rule that I'm proposing, it's one of the more drastic ones. They're all kind of drastic, but this one's. This one I'm not entirely sure if I agree with it, but I'm just going to say it anyway. <laughs> I, I don't know how this would work, but one double dribble should be allowed every time a player touches the ball. So Steph Curry takes it on the court. Steph Curry runs up to the three-point line, fakes a three, pump fakes then starts dribbling again then passes to draymond draymond passes it back to him he's allowed to do the same thing you know what i'm talking it's not per like the shot clock time per possession it's per every time you have the ball you're allowed to do it and i think this would make the pump fake probably the best move in basketball you'd hit you'd see unreal dribble moves these fakes would be amazing they'd be exciting like a guy like curry who i'm a hater of would be unreal with this rule he could do some ridiculous things with the ball that It'd be unguardable, and it'd be exciting. It'd be fun to watch. Although, I don't think Kyrie's way too soft to play in this league, but that's another story. <laughs> How do you feel about the uh, one double dribble every time you every time you have the ball?
1: Yeah, I never really put huge thoughts to this, but now that I'm thinking about it, you're going to have to play defense for a longer amount of time if you're playing defense on a guy. If you're guarding a guy, when a guy like stops dribbling, you can just put your arms out, right? Yeah. And just try and stop a pass. Now you can't do that anymore. He stops, you have to... An you have to be exactly. You have to so, be ready. And then uh, also, what it does is at the end of a game, I hate when the team's best player just gets triple teams, stops, and then has to pass it. If he gets triple teams, you can stop and then try and dribble in a different direction and then yeah. get a shot off at the end of the
0: game. I agree. Would,
1: I don't want to see James Harden kicking it out to like you know Eric Gordon for a three at the end of the game. I don't want Harden to be able to get his dribble back and maybe take it the shot at the end of the game if he gets triple teams.
0: And the NBA already allows guys like Harden to travel anyways, ten times a game. they don't enforce traveling at all. Guys travel like Russell Westbrook travels all the time in the NBA, so why not just let yeah, at everyone the end of the travel? Game, why not everyone double dribble?
1: Yeah, at the end of the game, I want to. Yeah, I guess if ever if a couple of guys are able to do it, yeah, why not? Why not, why not? the whole <laughs> do it? But I want to see at the end of the game, you know, the best player shooting the ball. So if this encourages the best player shooting the ball more at the end of the game when they get double teamed, I don't I don't mind that rule.
0: Yeah, there we go. See, and then there's it's, a
1: longer continuation of defense. People are gonna have to play defense for more than five seconds.
0: Yeah, it's I'm still it's, I think this rule could help. I'm not. In, it you know it's I'm fifty fifty on it because it might make it impossible to go, play defense but I don't know it could work out so that's why I, I added that in there. Um, the next one isn't really it's more off the court than on the court. Um, this one's I th- this one I think the NBA should add regardless of if they make all these other rule changes. This <laughs> needs to be added now. If you rest the game, you should be suspended twenty games. Uh, I think rest in the NBA is one of the softest things I've ever heard in my life. It's. The NHL plays the same schedule, and nobody rests in the NHL. The only, the only time a player rests is if they... Like, players play through everything in the NHL, same schedule.
1: And the games are more demanding. They're the games more... are
0: much more physical and much more demanding. If you rest in the... Like, come on. Do you really need a rest? They don't play defense in the NBA anyway. Nobody... Have the, none of the good players try on defense. And sure, they play, like, 30-something minutes a night, whatever. But half the time, they're not running. They're not hustling. And when you don't have the ball in your hand, you're just standing there watching. So, like... A player on the Rockets, other than James Harden, if they take a rest game, they might actually get kicked out of the league because they don't touch the ball at all. Harden's the only one doing anything on offense, and none of them really try on defense in Houston. So I don't know why anyone needs a rest game. But, yeah, I think rest games are, are ridiculous, awful. Look, it's
1: not a rest game, it's load management.
0: Yeah, load management needs to be banned.
1: Okay, so the only problem I have with this is how are you going to prove that it's a rest game or a load management? How are you going to prove that they're resting? How, do you, how, how can't you prove that they have a bad hamstring it's, gotta, it's a
0: hard one to prove it is a hard one to prove it's i mean i don't know get league wide trainers not team trainers unbiased trainers Unbiased trainers, no. trainers yes that's that's my i don't know i gotta think about that one
1: and does this rule change say no like back to backs? there's like no back-to-back games what's well, no back-to-back yeah no
0: back-to-back games so players will stop crying about those
1: so you want the league to get rid of no back-to-back games?
0: I want the league to get rid of back-to-back games. Or get back
1: so no, no back-to... Back-to-back
0: games are pretty unfair, too, because when you play the second game, the other team usually isn't coming off a of back-to-back.
1: And you see it to go on the road for some reason in the back-to-back.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I think back-to-backs are pretty stupid.
1: And no three games and four nights? You can get rid yeah, of that, get, too? Yeah, get rid of
0: that, too. Yeah, back-to-backs... Because if you're not allowed to rest, the only, only like, reasonable rest excuse is if you're like an old guy... And you're playing a back to back. Right. So how about you have to be? So that's why I'm gonna run back to back. Alright. So, so what ha- Is unexcusable. What
1: if we have like a league service to get into load management? Like you, you know, to... like Chara is like long enough in the league where he doesn't have to wear a face mask or a face. Yeah. Mask. What if you're like twelve years into the league? Twelve years of service, then you get into the load management pool. How about that?
0: Twelve years. Twelve years in the league, and all right. Yeah, sure. Twelve
1: years in the league. Yeah. How about that?
0: All right. Yeah, that works. And
1: you average like twenty-five minutes per game in your career or something like that not like some scrub who's on the bench like a real player
0: yeah all right that works yeah that's yeah that's a good concept all right so that yeah but yeah rest needs to get they need to get rid of rest i can't i can't do rest imagine paying a hundred dollars for a ticket to go see lebron imagine buying a courtside seat in la to go see lebron last year he's back from his injury just played in the first game back from his injury was two days ago or whatever had a good game. He coming back first game back at home in LA to go see LeBron, and he takes a load management day after sitting out three months with an injury. I would be, I would, I would be, I'd have to get a refund. That's a ripoff. Or if these NBA players are I, screwing these fans who pay, who are the one, the only reason why they make that much money.
1: I agree. Or if you're just, you know, traveling for some reason, and you're lucky enough to have a game in the area, then you want to see a star player, and he's just not playing for whatever reason. Yeah,
0: it's yeah, it's awful.
1: It's not for like the fans. If you live. If you live locally, I don't. at this moment, I mean, it's your own fault if you're going to a game. You have to, you have to buy the tickets last minute nowadays, I guess. Yeah. If you want to see the player that you want. But if you're, like, traveling on the road or if you're at school or whatever and the team only comes to your town once once a year, I think that's the one. That's yeah. where you get in trouble with that. And
0: if you can't handle an 82-game season, play less minutes. That's my explanation for that. It's...
1: And then, yeah, so what if we just shorten the regular season? How about that? Why does it have to be eighty two games? Can we just yeah? If the star players can't meaning. play eighty
0: two games, then why are we playing eighty two games? What if we get LeBron's who, stats? Who says out. it has Le, to be eighty two? They gotta get LeBron's stats so we can break all Jordan's records. So once LeBron retires, knock these games out, down. Knock the games down.
1: You you want LeBron to break Jordan's record?
0: No, but that's why the NBA won't change it.
1: Right? If LeBron's not playing My those position. games anyway nowadays, what's the matter? Right.
0: All right, you're right. Yeah, Shorten the season, if the stars can't play eighty two games, then why are we playing eighty two games? I agree with that. That's just. It.
1: And then also, it's terrible. Like the NBA now has these Saturday night primetime games that go on after like the college football season, in like January and February and early March. So there's nothing else on, and none of the, none of the players playing it. The Houston Rockets playing. Harden's not playing. The Lakers play, and uh, LeBron's not playing. The Warriors play, and KD's out. Yeah, it's and terrible. Was,
0: like, all, like, the big-time matchups, a lot of times... Like, on oh, ESPN and TC, are not playing. Lakers Clippers this year, you got Kawhi, Paul George, LeBron, AD, it's going to be the big... They're going to have, like, seven... Or Every time they play, it's going to be a national television, and there's a solid chance that Kawhi or LeBron is resting one of those games, and Paul George... Paul George is still recovering from, from surgery, mm. <clears> and yeah. who knows, with Anthony Davis, he set out half the last season, I uh, it was about contract, and money, but whatever, or trade, whatever it was, Um, Yeah. Got to get rid of rest. That's the bottom line. Get rid of it. Shorten the season if you have to. Do whatever it takes. Get rid of rest. Uh, next ball. This is more to add some physicality and excitement to the game. Next rule. Uh, Get rid of jump balls. Jump balls are stupid.
1: No tie-ups.
0: Yeah, no tie-ups. That yeah. No possession arrows. Nope. All of that. All loose balls are recovered like a fumble in football. You dive on it, that's your ball. I don't care. Physical, you can fight for the ball. You can... Russell for it. It's a fumble in football it's like a fumble in football. You gotta get that ball. If you want the ball, you'll get it. This should Marcus Smart, this is another example of why he would dominate this league. Russell Westbrook, he'd be a beast in this league. And you need I mean, it would just add physicality. I jump balls are stupid. If the ball's on the ground, fight for it. Why does that need to be a jump ball? I don't know. And I understand they like both put their hands on it and that's how they get end up as a jump ball, but rip the ball away from one of them. Let's see let's let's I don't know.
1: Yeah, I agree with this one hundred percent. I think the crowd would be way more excited. I think now, like a crowd, they always complain about a jump ball call. When was the last time you heard a crowd like excited yeah, about a yeah. jump ball call? The crowd just they're always yelling at the ref when there's a jump ball. If, crowd. If you had a scrum in
0: the middle of the court, it would be exciting. If you had right. two players fighting they, as hard the as they could for the ball, the crowd would get out of their seats. They'd be they'd be into it. If you had if you had Marcus Smart versus Russell Westbrook <laughs> fighting for the ball at center court, that would be intense. I think there's more passion in the game too. Yes, it would be that would be awesome. That would be really fun to watch. Basketball fans are going to hate this episode, by the way. We're going to get complaints about this. I th-
1: it's not like you're going to have five guys in the pile, too. I mean, how many guys do you actually see jumping on a ball at once? Yeah, Two, it's, three, it's gonna four? Be like,
0: yeah. It's going to be a reasonable fight. I agree. It's, there's not going to be total chaos. In football, there's just... And they're not wearing helmets, so they're not going to dive in headfirst.
1: Right. You just got to They're going to be smart
0: about it. It's going to be like rugby. They're going to be smart about it. Yeah. So, yeah, this, this needs to be added. I agree. And jump balls are stupid. Let's need, we need some scrums.
1: Yeah, and in college it's the possession arrow. It's a, it's the dumbest thing ever.
0: Yeah, possession arrow is dumb. Possession arrow is actually awful. Cuz that
1: that actually factors into the strategy. You can just tie a guy up and get the ball back.
0: Yeah. Get rid of possession arrow, get rid of jump balls. We need contact. Yeah, and you we cannot call a
1: timeout when you get a ball on the ground, you can't call a timeout. You got to find a teammate.
0: Yeah, I like that too. I like the timeout's an easy out. It's an easy way out.
1: And what Yeah, and while we're on the timeouts, right now, I think each team gets 7, we are cutting that down to 3. And no timeouts in the last two minutes of a game. I don't want any timeouts in the last two minutes of a game. It slows the game down. It takes it takes hours. Fifteen minutes. These guys have been playing for ten years. Figure it out yourself.
0: Yeah, I agree. I we did
1: did the Portland Trailblazers call a timeout when Damian Lillard just went up the court and jacked up a three and made it against the Oklahoma City Thunder. I don't think they did in game five. I don't remember. That looked like it was just a straight play. That that you have more of that.
0: Yeah, no, Players yeah, figure time, it out for themselves. the end of the game. And rate. also,
1: there's no timeouts to It'd be to more kill.
0: fast-paced. It'd be more exciting.
1: There's no timeouts to stop rallies or to stop uh, runs. That's the word, runs. No, you cannot call a timeout to stop a run. you got to dig in, mentally tough, <laughs> and
0: do it yourself. <laughs> All right, I don't know how you're going to enforce that one, but I agree. I like that.
1: It's clear when a team's going on a run. You can't just do it to stop the momentum and stop the crowd. you got to figure it out yourself and make so, a bucket. Drain ref, the three in ref somebody's discretion,
0: face. Ref discretion who can call the, when they can call a timeout? Sure. Have a ref
1: at the score booth and. You can have a timeout, light on or not?
0: Like off. a timeout. All right, yeah. And the timeout light is on. The you fans call would a hate out. that, but the fans would get into it. The fans would be screaming at the refs if they wanted a timeout. If the home team was losing? If the home team's losing, yeah, the way team's on a run, the home team wants a timeout, the home team gets like a layup, and the refs still to the timeout. You have your
1: home crowd to, to get you out
0: of that. Start right, getting yeah. up and yell defense. There we go. And that's the thing. In the NBA, the crowds don't really... If you go to a Celtics game, Celtics have a good... Like one of the best crowds in the NBA, too, apparently, so... But even the the first quarter, second, the first quarter is exciting at the beginning, and then people just sit down and just like, let's go Celtics twice until the end of the fourth quarter, and then it gets exciting again.
1: And half these plays that they draw up after timeouts are absolutely garbage. Oh, another one. You cannot call a timeout if you can't inbounds the ball. You can't inbounds the ball, that's your own fault. Chuck the ball up in the air and have somebody fight for it. Five seconds? I love five seconds. You run back (laughs) back and forth, and you can't, which can't bail you out. You've got to toss that ball up in the air and someone fight for it and see where it goes. All right, I like that. So the timeouts in basketball are used for, not purposes that are aligned with other sports. I don't think.
0: All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, next rule. Sure. Um, so layups. This one I'm also kind of fifty fifty on if this is necessary or not, but I don't want bankings on layups. Uh, back to it's kind of back to the big men thing of just doing boring post up plays with layups off the glass. Tim Duncan's a legendary player, but and it may seem like I'm kind of coming at players like him and. Tim Duncan's a legend, no denying that, but I just don't want to watch that. I, it's not exciting. It's not the good product. And the NBA, all they talk about is how, oh, it's a soap bar. The NBA is great because there's so much drama and stuff and so much excitement, but the off-court product is more exciting than the on-court product right now, and a way to change that would be to get rid of layups off the glass. Nobody needs to see that. Finger rolls are more exciting and more they're cooler looking, and jump shots are way more exciting, and dunks are way more exciting than a layup off the glass. I don't need to say a layup off the glass. What do you feel about this?
1: Uh... Yeah, I'm not banning layups in my league. I'm not banning. You can get you. Can, what's this? What's a small guy gonna take it to the hole then? What's he gonna penetrate for if he can't? Finger roll. Steph Curry doesn't. You the can't time. do a
0: finger roll if a
1: guy's guarding you. At that Gear speed. Drop. I don't know. I think you're gonna have less
0: people. You're gonna have less.
1: You're gonna have less play in the paint. You're gonna have less guys taking it to the paint. I think.
0: All right. Yeah. That's why I'm fifty-fifty on it. I don't uh, know. I don't like
1: it. I like. I appreciate a nice little, off the glass. Touch play.
0: All right, maybe maybe I'll just ban posting posting up instead. But maybe I'll be in scoring off a post. Like you can post someone up and then pass out of the post. Although that kind of eliminates the threat of it. <laughs> I don't know. It's confusing. We got to, That's still questionable there. I just I hate layups off the glass. We'll, uh, work, we'll work on that one. Next next rule change is another off the court rule change. Not really on the court. Uh, I'm getting rid of max contracts in this league. So. The NBA has a parity issue. Everyone's formed this year. Maybe might change it. We'll see. We'll see how this year goes. But for the last however many years, NBA has been a super team league. Uh, max contracts allow teams to form super teams. Uh, there's no money. In se- like Your player's going to make the same money in L.A. as he is in New Orleans, say, for Anthony Davis. So there's no incentive to, for them to stay with their team if they're not very good. Um, where if you get rid of max contracts and you're on a crappy team, they can offer you a $50 million per year dollar contract if they think you're worth it. Whereas a good team, a super team that you could go join and ruin the league because there's going to be no parity, could offer you only $30 million. So like KD, when he left, the Thunder could have moved around a lot of things and made a crap ton of cap room and offered him an insane contract, super max, whatever. Not super max, I'm going to run max contracts, but... Basically, it allows small market teams to retain their players because they can offer a ton of money. And sure, it might make your team a one man team, but you can't have four teams with all the superstars in the NBA, and then the rest of the teams just you're watching mediocre players jack up shots and losing the second round. No, that's it. You need to bring parity back, and a way to bring parity back would be to get rid of max contracts. What do you think?
1: Yeah, isn't the point of max contracts to help the teams retain their own players? Because if you stay with the team, you get more money. That's the way it is right well, now.
0: Yeah, but. That's also helping the super teams retain their super teams. The Warriors, if they wanted to, could have kept Steph, Clay, Draymond, KD for as long as they wanted to because of the max contracts. And the bird rights stuff. and Like, where you can go over the NBA salary cap. Whereas... Yeah, but, like, Portland was able to offer
1: Damian Lillard a supermax more than anybody else in there to keep him. Like, Kawhi, yeah, but was, it's not, Kawhi but, was taking less money to go... Oh, yeah,
0: exactly. The less You take less money because... The true superstars are willing to take less money because they make triple that in their shoe deal. So the money doesn't really matter to them. And Nike's gonna Nike's gonna give you a bigger shoe deal if you play in LA versus if you play in Canada. You know what I'm saying? Or New Balance, wherever he plays for. You make more money in endorsements playing for LA than you do playing for Milwaukee. So if you get rid of max contracts, like Milwaukee, when Giannis is a free agent. Milwaukee's gonna be able to leverage or t- able to offer Giannis slightly more than LA, right?
1: Yes, under the current thing.
0: Under the current thing, they'll they'll yes. both offer him slightly more.
1: Yes, under your thing. But if Giannis goes help? to LA, he's yeah. going to
0: get insane amount of endorsements. That he's it, that does not matter. He's gonna make more money going to LA, even though contract wise he's supposed to make less money. If you get rid of max contracts, Milwaukee will be able to free up a ton of cap space. Whereas LA, if they tried to do that, they'd be trading their only two superstars. So would there be no difference? Milwaukee would be able to offer him a lot more money is what I'm saying.
1: So you're saying Milwaukee would be able to offer him the money that he's not getting in endorsements?
0: Yes. All right, that's fair. You can, If you get rid of max contracts, but keep the selling... And maybe the NBA should incorporate a hard... Like, they have a hard cap, but get rid of the bird rights thing. It's just, I don't know. That that would encourage more player movement, I guess, which is maybe a good thing, maybe a bad thing. I don't know. Yes. Right. I'm sick and tired of super teams. I think if you get rid of max contracts, it would end the era of super teams. All right, I agree. Um, next next rule, flopping or banning it. Uh, punishable by a fine, maybe, and then a suspension, second offense. Don't they already have this already? Nobody's ever gone suspended for flopping. Harden flops 15 times a game. Should be He should be fined 15 times.
1: I don't think Do the fines do anything? You just said They get endorsements In LA What does it matter If they get well, fines? Well the fines
0: the first offense If you get fined You get fined A lot of money If you flop once and the second time You're suspended
1: They already rest games So they wouldn't mind Getting suspended Just to give them an, A thing to Every rest Every time you
0: flop The suspension goes up For your entire career This never runs out This is a constant thing Harden flops in game one That's a $50,000 uh, fine right there Harden flops in game two He suspended a game Harden flops in game four When he's back It's five games it goes up and up and up. And then he's gonna miss the whole play. He's gonna play like four games. The teams that's just not worth it. The team's not gonna pay fifty million dollars for a guy who plays four games. And you don't get paid when you get suspended. Suspension without pay. You cannot flop in this league. Flopping is awful. You need to get rid of flopping somehow. You need to take drastic measures to get rid of it.
1: Alright, I agree. Let's and there's not much to talk about for this one. Move on to the next
0: one. What's the next one? Um no technical fouls. I agree. Technical I- Tentacle fouls are soft. That that goes along with our physicality, too. Yeah, you need more physicality. You need more... T- guys getting text for trash-talking, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's terrible. It's, it's not third grade. No. There, there is more trash-talking allowed in peewee hockey than there is in the NBA nowadays. If a guy says anything, he gets thrown out of the game. You could, you have more leeway trash-talk-wise in little kids' sports than you do. And people say, oh, there shouldn't be trash-talk. It's hurtful. It's hateful. If you say something like hateful like that... But if you say, like, oh, you're trash, why is that not allowed? Something like that. That should be allowed. No text for that. No text for playing physical. Nothing wrong with that, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I got two more real quick that I think could actually be – would help the league and could actually be implemented. First, reduce the amount of playoff teams. Four in each conference. I know the league's got more parity now, but I don't think they're going to shorten the regular season right now. So you can shorten the playoffs. Four teams – like that gets really low management more teams are playing that this it hypes up more more games in the regular season it just the regular season means more if you have
0: and we don't the first round of the NBA playoffs is always awful
1: correct and and uh, no team really outside what, like a four seeds ever won it in the NBA anyway five through yeah, eight seeds don't do anything it's not the NHL or it's it's not the NFL where the Giants won two Super Bowls that's a wild card team that just doesn't happen in the NBA
0: yeah, I agree. So we can get can, rid of the can, crap teams yeah, and get
1: rid of the teams in the Eastern Conference who finish 37 and 45 and make the
0: playoffs. First round of the NBA playoffs, one of the most overhyped things in sports. Or if so there is a bad. first
1: round, we don't need a best-of-seven series to determine who's better, the Bucks or the Pistons. I agree. So we can make it best-of-five series, something like that. I don't know. It's just too long. There's too much space in between games. It just goes on forever. I agree. All right, and then this next one, I was actually thinking about before Commissioner Silver talked about it. But there needs to be like an FA Cup in the NBA the FA Cup in, is in soccer where teams in England pick names out of a hat get drawn up against each other and play one game winner moves on and then there's like a champion at the end NBA needs something like this to get hyped up needs to be put on ESPN and it has there's just something else to play for during the season okay now there's more parity but before and it's not like it's going to stay this parity forever so in the future there is going to be super teams and it's going to turn back into a four team league eventually but in these past like five years it's just been Cavs versus Warriors Nobody else has anything else to play for. So if you just have like a mini tournament going on during the regular season, which you play every three or four weeks, pick names out of a hat, in the end play, I don't know, the championship game on a neutral court somewhere, I think it could work. You could have like Timberwolves fans actually caring about their season. And if they draw the Warriors at home, they can fill up the stadium, and there's a chance that they can beat the Warriors in a one-off game at home
0: to send them on to the next round. I agree. And what is the incentive for the players in this? Big bonuses or something? Uh, well, in England, it's just glory. Right now,
1: it's not going to really work because it's just not in the American sports system. Yeah. And no player is going to care about it. So I guess now you have to put money in the line. Hopefully, if you can grow it, kids thirty years from now are going to want to win whatever this cup is called or whatever this term. You got to make called.
0: it like a like a resume booster. Like LeBron would love that if it's like, oh, I have three right. three FA Bar- cups. Jordan Char- has none.
1: Charles Barkley zero championships, but I beat Shaq head to head in that one. Playoff game championship. You have one game for all the marbles. Right now in these NBA series, home team wins the first two games. They go on the road, and they just lay an absolute egg Yeah. in the next I, game. And it I, just goes right to 2-1. One, one game
0: elimination in the NBA would be really exciting.
1: And again, it gets rid of load management, and then there's more meaningful games in the regular season. You can just put these games on ESPN or something.
0: Yeah. The I Celtics
1: like it. this year have no chance of winning a championship, even with this Parity League. They have a chance to win this thing, especially if they keep, keep getting home draws and people... It'll add more excitement. People will say it's rigged. Oh, this team always is playing at home. Or, oh, LeBron gets another home game. It would.
0: There'd be a lot of Skip Bayless material during the regular season.
1: Yeah, so I don't... I think... what's How many teams in the league now? 30? Yeah. 30? I don't... I don't know how you would do it. Tell so me you have to get down to 16. I don't know. You'd have to figure it out. Or have some qualifying rounds or something. But I think it could work. And you're going to have... I like it. I
0: like the proposal.
1: And you can have teams... They'll have something to play for, especially middle of the road teams like the Indiana Pacers. I mean, they're not a bad organization, nobody's nobody goes there and they yeah, they have a chance nobody. of winning something. A thing like that.
0: Yeah. And if you Ola catch Paul, a team Ola.
1: if you catch a team on an off day, and then if you're the Warriors, if you win this thing, then you just dominate the league. There's this tournament for you that is in place. You to, won two
0: championships.
1: Yes, it's a the tournament's in place for you not to dominate the league for something else to play for and you just win it anyway that would still be legendary I think.
0: it would be yeah alright I agree and with that and the
1: commissioner's talked about it It's not, I mean, there's a possibility of it happening in a couple of years or something like that he's talked about it and he's also talked about like play-ins to the playoffs which I don't want to see he's talking about like 7 plays 10 and 8 plays and I don't want to see more mediocre that's, teams yeah no that's pointless we don't need to see
0: that we don't need them playing a 7 game series a single elimination is a different story but we don't need to see the Detroit Pistons yeah. in a 7 game series we just don't need that alright uh, is that it? Anything yeah, else? that's it. All right. Uh, yep, that's it for this episode of Biased Opinion. Um, remember to follow us on Twitter at biased underscore underscore opinion. Uh, we'll tweet out every time we have a new episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back later this week with more.